Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, lockdown extension looms. Easter plans in Brisbane hinging on today's COVID cases. Sydney on edge, the New South Wales Premier bracing for Brisbane's cluster to spread south. Culture crisis deepens. More headaches for the Prime Minister as police investigate a formal complaint against a Liberal MP. And a new billion-dollar weapons facility planned for Australia. This is Seven News. With Jody Spears. Good morning. There are fears Brisbane could spend Easter in isolation as the state's COVID cluster continues to grow. Eight people have tested positive to the highly infectious UK strain of the virus. Princess Alexandra Hospital has been put into lockdown after an unvaccinated nurse tested positive, while a man infected with the virus worked at a nursing home on the Gold Coast. These cases are linked. And we now believe that there are two distinct clusters. Both clusters are connected to 18 cases so far. From today, only health workers who've received their first dose of the vaccine can look after patients. The Gold Coast is on high alert, with more than a dozen venues listed as potential exposure sites. Casual contacts who attended a surf life-saving competition have been urged to get tested and isolate immediately. Anyone who's been to a high-risk zone must quarantine for 14 days. New South Wales is on a knife edge after infected travellers from the Sunshine State crossed the border to host a hens party in Byron Bay. Six members of the group have now tested positive. They went to a local pub before heading back to their shared accommodation with a male entertainer who has also returned a positive result. I hope that we do not uh, have any cases emerge in New South Wales, but I won't be surprised if we did, so we need to brace ourselves. Alerts are listed for 10 Byron venues visited by confirmed cases. Melbourne's Holiday Inn will resume operations as a quarantine facility for returned travellers. Parts of the hotel have been upgraded after a ventilation assessment. It was at the centre of an outbreak in February. A COVID-positive patient was using a breathing mask when mist spread through the vents, infecting others in isolation. Arrivals from any of Brisbane's red zones will be required to quarantine there. 
A New South Wales MP is digging in despite a chorus of calls for his resignation. Nationals MP Michael Johnson is accused of sending obscene text messages from inside Parliament House. A sex worker claims he invited her to state Parliament for sex before sending sexually charged messages while sitting in the chamber. I was to wait for him in the Jubilee room until he was finished and he would pay me $1,000 to have sex with him in Parliament House. The member for the Upper Hunter has already outed himself as the man accused of sexually assaulting the same woman in the Blue Mountains, but he denies those allegations. If Mr Johnson quits or is expelled, it would spark a by-election in his marginal seat. There are more headaches for the Prime Minister this morning as Queensland police receive a formal complaint against Liberal MP Andrew Lamming. For more, let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. He's accused of taking an inappropriate photograph of the woman. Yes, he is, Jody. While she was bending over, filling up a drinks fridge at a landscaping business in Brisbane in 2019, Queensland police have confirmed they did receive a formal complaint from the 29-year-old woman yesterday, which they have now handed to detectives for investigation. Andrew Lamming has apologised but says he didn't take the photo in a demeaning way, but rather as a joke to show a challenging work environment. Last week, the Prime Minister forced him to make an apology to two other women after he allegedly trolled them online. The Rogue MP has taken medical leave to get some counselling and empathy training, but has announced he will not contest the next election. Meanwhile, a senior Liberal advisor has taken stress leave, accusing newly promoted Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews of bullying and humiliating her over a six-month period. The woman first complained last August and then again this month, claiming she was treated so badly she has now take, she now has anxiety and depression. Miss Andrews has vehemently rejected those allegations. She was one of six women promoted in this week's cabinet reshuffle designed to enhance the focus on women's issues. Jody. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. An 80-year-old woman has died in a horrific house fire in Sydney's west. Emergency services were called to the Campsie home at 5pm where they managed to save two teenage boys. They were rushed to hospital but paramedics were unable to save the woman who died at the scene. The tires were actually exploding. So we were, we were shocked that we thought the house would explode. But I did eventually saw them bring one person out. It must be one of the kids. So I saw them bring two people out. Police are investigating the cause of the blaze. Prime Minister Scott Morrison is expected to announce a $1 billion plan to build a new weapons facility in Australia, primarily created to manufacture high-tech missiles. States and defence firms will soon begin bidding on the lucrative deal. It comes as part of a push to increase the nation's sovereign capability amid growing neighbourhood tensions in Asia. Actor Russell Crowe is in mourning after his father John died on board a Qantas Link flight from Sydney to Coffs Harbour yesterday. Crew members and a doctor tried to resuscitate the 85-year-old, but he couldn't be saved. Basically gave him CPR uh, from who knows how far back, right through probably 18, 20 minutes. They worked tirelessly and continued after the flight had landed. Russell Crowe told followers the most gentle of men had passed away and this date will be forever tinged with sadness. 
It's bad news for Easter weekend travellers, with petrol prices beginning to soar. Sydney and Melbourne will be the hardest hit, potentially seeing prices spike to $1.70 per litre. Perth and Adelaide prices are also on the rise. Drivers are being encouraged to shop around or fill up once they're out of the major cities. Brisbane has already experienced the worst of it and will see a price drop over the coming days. Our battle with New Zealand over trademark rights to Manuka honey has turned sour. Kiwi producers arguing only they can use the name worldwide. With the landmark court case just weeks away, our $1.2 billion industry and thousands of Australian jobs are now at risk. Bees have been busy producing Manuka honey at Tiagra Apries for decades. But founder and veteran beekeeper Michael Howes fears disruption is coming. There's not just myself, but uh, all my employees and the honey that goes into production. On April 13, a group of New Zealand manuka producers is heading to court to fight for trademark rights, arguing it's a Maori word that only they can use. As we spell it, um, we've been using that word since the 1840s. Uh, the plant originated in Tasmania. Australia's manuka industry produces food, medicinal and cosmetic products and is forecast to be worth more than $1.2 billion within six years. It supports thousands of local jobs through farming, logistics, beekeeping, packing, research, manufacturing, marketing and sales. We've got every right to be able to use that word. The New Zealand government is part funding its producers fight to the tune of nearly $1.3 million. But calls from Australian producers for support from our federal government have so far been ignored. This has far wider ramifications for trade than it does just for the manuka industry. It would be good if we could collaborate rather than uh, spend all our money fighting court cases. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A young man with big dreams is refusing to let a life-changing challenge defeat him. The budding young Olympian is determined to win gold for Australia and this year's Good Friday appeal could help him get there. People ask a lot, how did you get in a wheelchair? 18 months ago, Jackson Aston was running around, keeping up with his twin brother, Miller, until he came home from school one day with a sniffle and a headache. The next day, he was fighting for his life in the Royal Children's Hospital. Luke left at 2.30 during the night to take him to emergency and didn't go home for three months. Jackson was diagnosed with a rare and aggressive illness called transverse myelitis, or inflammation of the spinal cord. It's hard to see a child through that. How did Jackson cope after he was told he would be confined to a wheelchair? It was a, it was a big kick to the guts. It was. The eight-year-old is now a paraplegic, but that hasn't held him back. They brought round the wheelchair. What, what did you think about that? I was like, yay! Jackson has discovered wheelchair racing and Olympic gold medalist Richard Coleman is his coach. Gold for Australia? Yes. <laughs> Good. The Aston family is eternally grateful to the medical experts who save their son's life and to all the Victorians who give so generously to the Good Friday Appeal. <laughs> wow! There's some strength in those arms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. World leaders and global agencies have united to call for an international treaty to help deal with future pandemics. They want to improve cooperation and transparency in the case of similar global health emergencies. Signatories included UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Angela Merkel. A huge fire has broken out at a major tourist spot in northern Japan. The Sapporo Central Wholesale Market in Hokkaido has gone up in flames. The two-storey building contains multiple shops selling fresh seafood and other produce. Dozens of firefighters were called in to extinguish the blaze. There are no reports of injuries. Traffic has resumed in the Suez Canal after the stranded container ship Ever Given was finally freed by salvage crews. Hundreds of container ships have begun their passage through the canal after it was blocked for almost a week. Egyptian officials say the backlog should be cleared in around three days. The Duchess of Cornwall has been presented with a timely gift during a visit to a high-tech pharmacy warehouse in England. While touring the facility, Camilla received a gift bag of face masks, hand sanitizer, and multivitamins delivered by a robot. The pharmacy warehouse is the first in the UK to move from a manual to a fully automated delivery system. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently lower. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,685 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 60 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 75.92 US cents, 83.7 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. SpaceX's latest Starship rocket launch has again ended in failure. The SN11 prototype blasted off from its Texas launch site in thick fog, but six minutes into the flight, the signal cut out. Starship 11 is not coming back. Don't wait for the landing. Uh, we do appear to have lost all the data from the vehicle. The rocket exploded before it could land. A horrific attack on an Asian-American woman has been caught on camera in New York. Surveillance video shows a man kicking the 65-year-old in the stomach and then stomping on her head several times. Bystanders inside the lobby of a building witnessed the attack, but no-one intervened. A security guard even closed the door on the woman after her attacker walked away. 
Jeffrey Epstein's alleged accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, has been hit with two more sex trafficking charges. The rewritten indictment adds a fourth alleged victim, a 14-year-old girl, and expands the timeline of her crimes to a 10-year period, up from three. The British Socialites' trial is set for July, but her lawyers are expected to ask for more time following the new charges. The teenage girl who filmed George Floyd's arrest has given evidence at the trial of his alleged killer. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester in Minneapolis. Good morning, Tim. She gave harrowing testimony. Good morning, Jody. She did indeed. This is 17-year-old Darnella Frazier. She was walking down the street here in suburban Minneapolis with her nine-year-old cousin at the very time the man now accused of murder, former police officer Derek Chauvin, was restraining uh, George Floyd May 25th last year. She took her cell phone from her pocket and recorded uh, eight eight or eight and a half minutes of the harrowing event that followed that ultimately, of course, led to George Floyd's death. She's now given testimony here in the court, much of it teary testimony, as she recalled uh, the, the following 10 months in which she's agonised over what more she could have done to help save George Floyd's life. And she also spoke about why it particularly uh, distressed her. I look at my dad. I look at my brothers, I look at my cousins, my uncles, because they are all black, and I look at how that could have been one of them. Among other witnesses appearing today, that nine-year-old has also given very short testimony here in the court, as well a, a martial artist, Donald Williams, uh, was who was very vocal on the scene at the time, directing his anger towards the police and the way they were dealing with the situation, has also spoken about why he was angry and his feeling of a, a need for retribution with the police. The trial continuing, we believe, for a couple of weeks yet before the jury gets to deliberate on the question of whether Derek Chauvin is guilty of second and third degree murder. Jody. OK, Tim Lester in Minneapolis, thank you. The Gold Coast Titans are set to call Sydney home from today in the wake of Queensland's COVID outbreak. The Titans' next two games against the Raiders and the Knights are also likely to be moved from the Gold Coast. The Australian Rugby League Commission has officially introduced the 18th man substitute if three players fail concussion tests in a game. And the Cowboys are reportedly set to make a three-year offer for Rabbitohs captain Adam Reynolds beyond this season. The Gold Coast Suns have also left Queensland amidst a cloudy future. They've arrived in Adelaide ahead of their clash with the Crows on Friday. The club says they don't know how long they'll have to spend away from home. Carlton have lost forwards Jack Martin and Zach Fisher for six weeks after they both picked up injuries against Collingwood. Blues skipper Patrick Cripps admits he's been playing hurt. Our women's cricket team lost a nail-biter against New Zealand in Game 2 of their T20 series in Napier. An unbeaten half-century from Beth Mooney guided the Aussies to 4 for 129. The White Ferns needed three runs off the last ball. The series is now locked at one all. The decider is in Auckland tomorrow. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, damp, unstable air is generating thundery showers over the northern tropics. Troughs are causing showers and storms over parts of WA and southeast Queensland. Brisk winds in the wake of a front are bringing light showers to Tasmania, largely settled elsewhere due to a high. Around the capitals now, Brisbane and Sydney are heading for 25 degrees with a shower or two. Canberra mostly sunny, a top of 23. Melbourne 22 and cloudy. Hobart partly cloudy and 23. Adelaide sunny and 28 today. Perth 28 also but cloudy. And Darwin 34 degrees and partly cloudy. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the last day of March.